Hey, welcome back to the Smart Decision, Smart Results podcast, where we talk about finance, entrepreneurship, and motivation. Join us every Monday and Saturday for new episodes at 7 a.m. Hey, everyone, welcome back. So this episode, I wanted to talk about something that, you know, I usually listen to different podcasts over time, and I came across this podcast from uh, Chris Drama Path. Um, those of you don't that don't know who that is, he is a creator of the podcast named Short Story Long, but he was also on the um, hit TV show. He was on MTV, Robin Big, Fantasy Factory. Uh, he makes some appearances on Ridiculousness. He's the cousin of Rob Deerdeck, the professional skater now, you know, entrepreneur, many time business owner, just incredible person. But he had this uh, guy named Charlie Rocket. And I had never heard of him. But when I started listening to this guy's story and the things that he, you know, overcame and it was just an amazing story. I recommend everyone go and listen to this podcast, this episode, and just take a listen how how motivational, how inspiring this guy is. So at the early age of eight years old, he starts to wear a suit and carry a briefcase. And he said it was kind of like a, a superhero. And the superhero that he created was named CEO Charlie. And he was, you know, since then, he was just like, you know, buying stuff, selling stuff, just doing all kinds of business <laughs> opportunities that he was taking advantage of. And, you know, he just an inspirational person, just you know, he went from that to managing music artists, discovering music artists. He was two chains manager and he got to the point where he was over 300 pounds. He had uh, he had been diagnosed with a brain tumor when he was in high school, I believe. And, you know, they gave him medicine and they started, you know, to try to take care of it. They figured, you know, it's not that big of a deal. It's something that we can, you know, manage with medicine. So at this time, you know, he's over about over 300 pounds. He was at two chains place and he says he remembers just waking up and he just fell trying to reach for some socks and he, he knew that it was a brain tumor. Went out, got checked out and they figured, yeah, you know, it's, it's pretty bad. So he decided to change his entire, you know, eating habits and he retired from the music industry and he decided that he was that he was going to become an athlete. And the coolest story is this guy, he writes everything down. He believes in, you know, affirmations, having that vision, writing stuff on vision, on whiteboards. And he keeps these notebooks where he writes stuff down. And he had wrote, Nike wants to work with me. And so what he did, which I think is amazing, is he produced an ad in, in hopes that Nike would see it. And I tell you, if you've never seen this, his name is Charlie Rocket. And I think his name, I, I'm, I may pronounce it wrong, is Jabalay. If you go in into YouTube and you search Dream Crazy by Charlie, you're going to watch this video. And it's just inspiring. He went 300 pounds, lost all this weight, biked across America, ran multiple marathons, completed an Ironman. He did so many things, and that ad was seen by Nike. Nike then responds and says, 
you've changed the entire direction of where we want to go or who we are as a company. And they created that famous ad a few months back, the Colin Kaepernick ad, where it's talking about dreams. And in that ad, it showcases all these people, ordinary people, that overcame different things and they decided to dream crazy and make those dreams come true. And I think just the sheer determination of this guy, I'm telling you, if you listen to the, to that podcast, that episode, it'll make a huge impact. It'll inspire you and probably change your, your outlook on life. And that's one of those episodes I listen to a lot of different, you know, success stories, motivational things. And I can say that this, when I listened to this, it was just like, man, it, it, it inspired me. It, it made me want to say, you know what? You know, I think, and just a side note, you know, for me personally, when I started opening this business and, and uh, I do, you know, financial planning, investment advice, things like that. When I opened that business, you know, it was just exciting. It was just like, man, this is, I've always wanted to do this and in business. And I think every entrepreneur kind of goes through this. You have ups and downs and ups and downs, and you have to stay focused on, on your vision in order to continue to push through those bad times. And I think for me, when I was doing it, it was just like, I was writing everything down. I'd have vision boards, write stuff on notebooks, notes. Now everything's written on my notes app on my iPhone. But I would just write everything down, affirmations. I always look at them in the morning and I kind of read them. And I was doing all these things, but I started to deviate from that. So because I thought, hey, I already know all this. You know, I, I have it down. It's like it's on repeat. It's subconsciously. I know it. It's just automatic. But what I realized is that after listening to this this episode, that I wasn't as focused as I was before. And I, I, I mean, I can't speak for everyone else. Everyone else, you know, every other entrepreneur, or business owner or whatever. But for me, I noticed that it was just like, wow, you know, I listened to it and I sat down and I was thinking like, I, I lost focus. I was, I'm still, I was still focused and I still am focused, but I wasn't as focused as I was before where I could see it like vividly. I could see where is this going? And I, that it was just like eye opening. And I was thinking, I need to get back to writing. So right away, I'm pulling out these whiteboards, getting these notebooks and starting to get focused on what is the next step for the business? What do I want to do? And my vision is every time I look at, you know, statistics and financial planning or, you know, income equality, whatever relate anything related to finance, you know, you see the discrepancies and I look at how much each race or ethnicity puts aside for retirement and it just blows me away. Now, naturally, I can relate to my ethnicity because I think everyone can. You know, they relate to, you know, who they are, who they grew up, the culture, everything like that. So it was kind of I, I understood it because I think the way I grew up, 
you know, and most people that grew up like me, you know, you know, poverty, um, you know, just being told that you, you'll never do anything. You know, the common things that people say to those that don't have, you know, that live in poverty and, and sometimes they act the part where it's like they don't care, troublemakers, things like that. And I don't think people like that should be, you know, downplayed or, and it, and it's hard, it's hard to even explain this, but I think, you know, over time you, you tend to adapt to your surroundings. And when you grow up in, in areas like that, where there's, you know, drugs, violence, you know, nobody cares. School isn't important. Um, it gets to you. And I, I, seeing that and, and reading that, I can understand why those statistics are the way they are. And that's where I want to make a difference. You know, I, I want to take this to where I can reach out to those individuals and help them get on the right path and show them how to be, you know, how to go ask, go after whatever idea they have or, you know, improve their financial awareness and get them more involved in that. Because I understand, you know, it's hard to change those habits. It, it really is. It's hard to, once you've been doing something for so long, you know, it's just hard to change. And change is always going to be a challenge for everyone. And that's why I tell people, you have to get out of your comfort zone. You have to push. Even though it's extremely uncomfortable, you're going to be very awkward. Uh, <laughs> you just have to get out of that. And for instance, for me, you know, one of the things that I think is one of my weaknesses, and it's weird because of the position I hold, but I'm not the type of person that goes to, you know, that goes out in these social settings or when we do go to the, these events and whether it be work or, you know, just with family, I'm not the talkative person. I'm an introvert. But at the same time, an extra, I don't know, it's, it's weird. But when it comes to, to helping people and whether it be business or motivation, I can talk to you all day about that. But if it's like going somewhere and it's like, I just, I don't know, I just don't talk. And people tend to think that, <laughs> that I'm too good or I don't, I've always, I've always, you got that response too, where it's like, um, you don't talk to anybody. It seems like you're too good. Like you don't want to talk to us. And it's never been that. It's just that, I don't know. I just don't talk to anybody. And it's, it's so weird. I'm one of those people that when we go into to meetings and I used to go to like these sales meetings when I used to work for different companies, we'd go to these national sales meetings and and they group you up and everyone's brainstorming. And I was always the quiet one. And what I do is I analyze what everyone's saying. And I'm looking and I'm thinking in my head, is this going to work? You know, what's my opinion? How could this work? How could we tweak this? And then towards the end, I would just give my idea of everything combined of what I, what I, what I heard, why I think it's going to work and how it can work. And that's kind of always been me to where... You know, I just can't, I'm, I'm not into sports. I'm not, everything that I do is related to how can I improve myself? And 
every opportunity that comes across that I say, you know, how does this make my life better? And is this a financially viable opportunity? And I always look at those type of things. And I it could I guess it could be a, a downside because sometimes, you know, I'm all I'm always thinking about work versus having fun. And I can see where it's negative for me because sometimes I look at it that look at it that way to where it's it's about money. So if I have the, the choice between staying at home, working on a business idea that I just came across or that I wanna to implement versus going out and having fun with friends. I'm going to choose that idea to work there because in my mind, it's like, what has, I guess what piques my interest and gets me all excited is the business idea. Because the way I see is hanging out with friends and, you know, going to these events. It's just, it doesn't make me any money. It doesn't make me grow as a person. And, you know, it may improve relationships with friends and coworkers, but I just don't see it that way. It's just like, and then if I do go, I'm just quiet and just wondering like, when can I leave? Have I been here long enough to where I can just say, Hey everyone, see you later. And I don't drink. Uh, I just don't. It's just one of those things that even that I'll put it this way. I don't drink I don't, you know, smoke cigarettes or do drugs or anything like that because I just don't see value in it. What does it bring to me? How is it helping me grow? I I don't go to concerts and I've never been to a concert in my life. And it's always been because it just didn't make sense to me. Like, why go and see the concert when you can listen to it? And I guess I've never experienced that. And I know people love that, but it's just not for me. So I'm one of those quiet people that I don't know. It's it's weird. You know, when I try to explain it to people, they're like, you just have to go on. You just have to go experience it and this and that. And, and it's like, no, it's it's like trying to get somebody to do something that they're not interested in. They're not going to have fun. And it doesn't matter how much fun you say it is going to be. It's just that person is just not going to enjoy it because they don't like that. And that whole story, and I'm kind of rambling, but that's kind of how when I see, when I heard this Charlie Rocket story, he was just, he's determined, he's focused. He, he, he This is what he wants to do. This is what, how he's going to do it. And he doesn't spend time on, you know, other things. He's just, hey, this is, I'm passionate about this. I need to focus on this. And it's just a, an amazing, amazing episode. You really have to. You have to watch that podcast. Once again, it's Chris Drama Path, and it's short story long. And the episode is Charlie Rocket. And it, it, like I said, an amazing story that you really have to listen to. But um, that brings me to another point. You know, people ask me when they come with these ideas or they ask me, and I'm part of this mentorship where, you know, I help give advice, you know, whether it be career advice, you know, business advice, any type of advice. I, that's one of the things that, that I love. Uh, aside from, you know, helping people financially, I want to help people, you know, uncover their, their true potential because a lot of times 
you know, the biggest critic lives inside your head. And and it happens with me, it happens with everyone, is that you're always going to, your body's always going to try to stay comfortable. It doesn't want to get uncomfortable. It's going to give you that negative feedback. And it's up to you whether to believe it. And it's kind of, it's kind of weird because you're telling yourself, but then you have to believe in yourself. And that's one of those things where you just have to push. And if it's uncomfortable, just keep doing it no matter what. But when people ask me, you know, I want to start this business or what do I do? And I always give people the same advice is what's your vision for the business? Why do you want to do it? And what's your long-term goal? And the reason I ask these is you have to be passionate about what you want to do. Now, I understand sometimes when you start out, you don't know where the business is going to go. You just want to do this because you love it. And, and that's great. I think whether that business is successful or that idea is successful or not, you learn something from it. And I think you have to be passionate more so than understand where the business is going. I think passion is what's going to get you through the first couple of years when it's really hard. And it's like the they say, I think 90% of small businesses fail within the first few years. So you have to make sure that you love it and that you're not worried about, man, I want to do this because it's going to make me this much money. And that's the wrong way of looking at it. And if that's what you're focused on, that's you're motivated by the amount of money it could make, you're going to fail because there's so much hard work into starting a business and running the business that eventually you're just going to be like, this is too much work. I'm not getting paid anything. This business isn't making as much money as I thought it was. And you're going to give up. But if you love it and you see a lot of people that do this and the people that work countless hours, they don't realize how many hours they're working because they're having fun at doing what they're doing. And they understand that they're passionate about it. So whenever somebody says, you work how many hours? You work 15 hours, 16 hours every day? You know, even on weekends? No way. I would never do that. And that's the difference is because I love what I do. And I have fun doing it. And a lot of other entrepreneurs that are successful, you'll see the same way. Where it, you may see it as, man, they work way too much. They're having fun at what they're doing. And that's important. So I always tell people, you have to be passionate about what you want, what your idea and what your business is going to be about. Once you figure that out, you'll start to learn, hey, you know what? I, I need to start looking at, you know, the operation, how to run this business operationally, you know, and then start focusing it from a business standpoint, you know, financially, all the other parts that roll into a business and being able to start managing that yourself or start to delegate. You know, a lot, when I first started, I wanted to do everything. And I think, I don't know if everyone feels this way, but me personally, you know, when I started, I was like, I want this business to be my own. I want to start it. I want to make it blow up because everybody was telling me it can be done. You're going to fail. It can't happen. You need the huge firm to back you up in order to, to make this blow up. You need so much money to start this type of business. 
you know, the regulations are too strict. You're never going to be able to do it. And I did it. When, when I talked to other people, they said it's going to take about, you know, anywhere from six to eight months to get it going, to get everything done. And I was like, no way. I gave myself a timeline, three months. Within the month and a half, I had the whole entire business open. I had to pass through, you know, the securities board, the state and federal, uh, open a business account, did everything. I had it all done in a month and a half. And people ask me, they're like, that's crazy. How did you do it? And it's just like, I just, I had a vision and I worked hard every single day. I was just like, I had checklists. I would create checklists and say, this is what I need to do today. And I would just go down the line, check, 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 check. And that's how it got me there. And still to this day, I still do checklists. I think it's important to do these because you have to stay on track. You have to make sure that you continue to, to complete those small tasks that lead to the big goal. And without that, I think you fail on the execution part. And then everything starts to snowball. And then before you know it, you can't get to that goal because you have all these other tasks that haven't been completed. And that kind of your motivation goes to zero because it's like, man, how am I going to go back and do all that? And these those little voices start to come back. See, you can't do this. They told you it was going to be too hard. And then you start believing those voices and then you became you make it a reality and then you just don't know where to go. And people give up. So that it's just, I just did it because I just wanted to do it. I had my mindset. And there's so many other stories like this where they say they're just blown away by how, how somebody made something out of nothing. And it really comes down to that passion. You have to be passionate about it. And if you are, you'll be surprised what you are capable of. And it happens all the time. So that's... that's this episode was kind of all over the place, but my main point is that video, you have got to watch that video or that podcast and watch that YouTube video that he created on that Nike ad. But yeah, you just have to grind. Just keep grinding. If you have one of those ideas, those business ideas, or you want to start your own business, remember, you have to be passionate about it and tell yourself, could I do this if I didn't get paid? for two to three years. If I did this for free and worked 15 plus hours, can I do this? Would it be fun? If you say it's not going to be fun or you start to think, well, maybe I can do it in like 12 hours and this, and you try to find shortcuts, you know, it might not work. You you have to be 100% passionate about it in order for it to work and take off. And then you learn as you go. You're going to have a lot of failures while you're building it. And that's great because you're learning from it. It's like they say, winning as a teacher, losing, you're basically the student. (laughs) So you learn from your failures and winning is teaching those failures. And and in other words, you know, you look at those people that are successful in whatever industry you want to be or whatever you want to do, your business, and learn from that. Have them show you, hey, look, this is the best practices. And, and and use those and see if they work for you and then go from that. But always continue to learn and know that there's going to be failures, lots of failures, lots of times where you're going to get rejection, 
lots of times when people just don't want to hear your idea or they don't care about your business, they're going to tell you you should shut down. They're going to tell you you're not good enough, that you need to just stop and do something else. You're going to hear that all the time. And it's just how you take that information. And I think most entrepreneurs can get through that. I'd say 95%, maybe even higher, that they're comfortable with that. They're comfortable with no or rejection or I don't care. They know that, hey, not everyone's going to approve of the idea or understand the idea or want to work with me. They understand that. So you have to make sure that you get comfortable with it because there's going to be a lot of no's, a lot of a lot of rejection, a lot of it. So anyway, thanks for listening. Um, I really appreciate everyone that listened and uh, we'll make another episode uh, in the coming couple of days. So thanks again and we'll see you next time.